Welcome to Interviews by the Smart Chiropractor. This show is where Dr. Jason Deitch and myself, Jeff Langmaid, give you a front row seat to our conversations with the current influencers, future leaders, and fantastic people involved in our profession. Hey, Smart Chiropractors, welcome to the show. I'm Dr. Jeff Langmaid here with my co-host, Dr. Jason Deitch. Today, we have the opportunity to sit down with the man behind Oklahoma Chiropractic, Dr. Joran Whitley. You might know him as one of the most popular animal chiropractors on social media. Joran, thanks for taking some time and chatting with us today. Of course. Thanks for getting a hold of me and uh, allowing me to do this. It's going to be awesome. It is our pleasure. I want to get to how you're currently utilizing social media to get the message out to literally millions of people worldwide. But before we get there, I'd love to peel it back. Animal chiropractic is a niche within a niche of chiropractic. What stimulated your interest in animal chiropractic early on to be such a big part of what you do today? Yeah. So, uh, I mean, like very beginning, being a kid, like uh, Steve Irwin, you know, like seeing the, the interaction with animals and realizing that I wanted to do something different. Uh, and I, I, while getting into chiropractic school, I talked to my chiropractor and he was like, yeah, I had a chicken in the other day. I was like, chicken, like why with animals? And he's like, they have a spine. And I was like, oh man. So like to be able to be a voice for animals where, you know, people were like, oh, I can, I can help everybody in the family, but I'm sorry, I can't help your family pet. And so that kind of stoked the fire. And then I realized I can show chiropractic to people who have never seen chiropractic by showing them it works on animals. It can work on you too. So that's, that's pretty much what got me into it. It is phenomenal. I'm I'm reviewing all of your social channels. You obviously love what you do. In fact, you sort of are a Steve Irwin chiropractor, so to speak. <laughs> uh, it, it's super obvious. Uh, how how is that received? I mean, people uh, do they go? That's aw-? I mean, most people aren't used to going to their veterinarian and their primary, so they kind of think there's a separation. Do they make the connection? Do they go? Wait, if it works for my pet, it'll work for me too. Or what, what's the reception for the most part? Yeah, that, that is actually the reception uh, most of the time is that people are like, wow, uh, especially when they come in, they're like, wow, my animal can get adjusted. Do you have any openings in your office? Can I, can I come in? I'd love to start seeing a chiropractor. Or it's, hey, I already have a chiropractor, but you know, I realize that I can do it for me. Why shouldn't I not be able to do it for my animal? And so then they bring the animal in and then I go, hey, when's the last time you got adjusted? Go back to your chiropractor. Um, and which, what's great is we have veterinarians and chiropractors from all over uh, Oklahoma that send people to me. So, I mean, we have veterinarians that come in, we have chiropractors come in. They're like, Hey, I don't know how to adjust my own animal. Can you please help me out? Um, so it's, it's been really receptive there online receptivity, not, I mean, it's, it's hit or miss. It is, it is online. It is the world. So, uh, we have a lot of people who have never seen chiropractic before and are, are blown away and astounded by what we do. And that leads them into thinking they might want to see a chiropractor or, uh, bring chiropractic to a, a whole continent or, or a nation. Um, it, it, it just completely changes the atmosphere of that, of that topic. And then, um, yeah. So, I mean, otherwise, I mean, we have a lot of people who think that I'm a, a crazy animal abuser and I'm just doing it for views. And uh, yeah, so I mean, receptivity, I mean, we have, we have the good and the bad. I'll just put it that way. Yeah. There's always the bell-shaped curve. If you think back to how your practice has evolved, number one, looking at your website, the, the facility looks amazing. Your practice looks amazing. <laughs> uh, how has your time shifted? In other words, when you came out, have you been, are you 50-50 animal to people? Were you, you know, mostly humans and now mostly animals? How, what does that look like today? And what did it start as you got into practice? Oh, yeah. So today, I mean, we have it's mostly people and then we see animals at certain time frames of the day. So it takes it takes a lot to come in and, and have a completely different mind shift from uh, the everyday patient interaction to sitting there and going, OK, if I if I rush into this, I'm going to get bit 
or if I rush in with this horse, I'm going to get kicked. And so I have to change my mindset at different times of the day. So we have four hour time or not hour time blocks, but we have four different blocks throughout the day that are about 30 minutes long where we'll put animals into that time block. And then the rest of the day is for for people. I did do it, uh, you know, where everybody was kind of in and out and, and I had a completely different office at the time. And, and whenever I'm working on a dog and then a lady, it has a baby right next to it and the baby's crawling through hair and it just, it did not work out well. So we, we changed things up and have a, an office that has a completely different animal and human side. So, um, like right now I'm in my animal side of the office and it's a little bit smaller. And then we have an entire area behind me where we can work on people. And then, uh, but starting out, I mean, trying to go around and tell people, Hey, I'm an animal chiropractor. Like, can I work on your horse? You know, and they're like, I don't even know what that is. And I, I, you know, I barely go to a chiropractor as it is. Um, it was really difficult back then, but now we have people that drive, um, from, I mean, we had a lady driving from Mexico. She's like, I, I saw your stuff and I knew I had to come see you. So she brought her dog in and we have people fly from California or we had a lady fly from Spain with her dog and just to come get it adjusted. So it's been it, it, like way more receptive and it's changed a lot where we, we have to, we have to be able to have the facilities to be able to take care of the people that are now realizing chiropractic for animals is a thing. So uh, completely different from when I first started. To your point, I've been seeing more and more and hearing more and more from chiropractors who are using social media, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, with that exact same story. People see them online from around the world, and they're jumping on planes, passing hundreds, maybe even thousands of other chiropractors on the way to come see you. What has that, are, are you surprised by that? What, 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 what has that phenomenon been like for you? And, and I guess I'll ask what has been your philosophy of social media altogether? It seems like uh, I'm looking, you've had World Lion Day. I know you're part of the local zoo. You work with not just pets who come on in, not just horses, but yeah. lions, giraffes, the whole thing. Tell us about the zoo and tell us about your philosophy as it relates to social media and, and the impact that's having worldwide, literally. Oh, yeah. So uh, it's honestly a humbling experience because you have somebody that drives so far to see you and you're just like, I, 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 let me find somebody closer to you. I feel so bad that you have to fly all this way. And then, and then it's like that internal monologue, like that I am the best at what I do. And it's not that I may not be the best, but I tell myself I am the best at what I do. And that's why they need to come see me. And that's why I need to be able to help them and allows me to help them. And so after a while, it became this, like, just this acceptance of, you know, people are coming to see you for a reason, treat them as if they were here, tell them exactly what they need. Don't say, well, you know, come back whenever you can. It's, Hey, your animal needs this, or as a person, you need this and follow through with it. Now, if you need me to help you find something in your area, I will. And I'm so glad that you came to me, but, um, it's, it, it was really hard in the beginning to accept that, except that I was good enough to do that. Um, the, uh, the social media stuff, it's been, uh, it's been a whirlwind because I, I originally had Facebook and Instagram and, and sometimes it looks like you're, you're putting a post-it on, or an ad in your building in the bathroom and going, man, I really hope everybody that drives by on the road sees this uh, because it's just so tight around the influence of people, you know, unless you're like doing ads or unless you like have this viral video take off or whatever. And, um, I actually posted a video to TikTok when it, I mean, this was what, two, three years ago when it first came around. Um, I posted a video to TikTok as a joke and it was like, all right. And, and I posted this video of me working on one of Joe Exotic's tigers and, uh, it was a, ba- a baby lion cu- or a tiger cub and I'm adjusting it. And someone's like animal abuse. And so they tagged it and I was mad and I sent TikTok a message and I was like, man, I'm, I'm like animal chiropractor. Here's my license. 
And, and I posted another video right after that, me working on the horse and it, it got like 40,000 or not 40,000, 40 million views in like less than 24 hours. And it was just, it was insane. And, um, it, it sparked this whole thing. And I was like, oh my gosh, there's, there's, you know, a whole world out there that doesn't know about chiropractic. And it, it, you know, after my, my stuff got reinstated, um, I was all about, um, just posting more and more and more to reach more and more people which led me into, you know, working with the zoo and, um, the, uh, the zoo I've worked on a couple of things that are, they're, they're the property of the zoo. And so with that, um, you know, there's only so much I can show of the zoo because it's their property and, and because of, um, maybe different restraining techniques and stuff. And in the United States, it's a completely different atmosphere when it comes to animal, um, welfare and, and whatnot. And so, the social media stuff eventually reached over to Africa and I had actually had a veterinarian from South Africa get a hold of me. And she was like, I really want you to come and I want you to bring animal chiropractic to South Africa. I want you to bring it to the con. I want you to come down and I want you to teach. And so I actually went, and this was a couple months ago, I went over and taught um, veterinary students from America and, and from like uh, Great Britain, um, England. Uh, I, I taught them or, or showed them chiropractic. And so I was able to talk to the veterinarians there. I was able to talk to, like the local veterinarians. And uh, I work, got to work on lions and giraffes and um, Cape Buffalo and zebras and different impalas and, and all of these animals that were 100% wild. Um, they had to be darted from helicopters or we had to capture them in some way. And then I was able to work on them. So it was a completely different experience than somebody bringing their dog in or me walking into a, a, a room and there's a, an animal on an operating table and I get to work on it. So completely different experience. But with that, I mean, the social media has been able to expand not only chiropractic, but it has been able to help me spread it even further because those videos are showing like chiropractic can be done on anything, anything with a spine. If, if it can be, if it can be um, caught for, for purposes of research or caught for uh, medical purposes or whatever, we can also do chiropractic at the same time. So, I mean, social media has brought me so many, uh, so many awesome experiences. Um, it's changed a lot in my office in the, in the number of patients we see from time to time. I mean, there are the ebbs and flows of social media. And so we'll see a lot of patients whenever some videos take off and then we see our, you know, just regular patient base. And, and then um, it just depends on kind of what's going on. So that's fascinating. And it shows just how far reaching what you put out there can do and how it can impact so many different lives and impact your own life and the trajectory of your own career as well. You talked about a lot of exotic animals there. I have to ask, what's the what's the most challenging, and what's the most exotic animal that you've taken care of? Oh man, um, so there's a couple of different ones. So I had um, I had an opportunity to work with a rattlesnake museum here in Oklahoma, and why I agreed, I don't know. But the guy brings out a rattlesnake, and he's just he's got it by the head, and he's like, "All right, this guy, you know, he had this problem. Can you fix it?" And I was like, "Sure." And so I'm working on this rattlesnake trying, um, like, hopefully this guy doesn't let go and I don't get bit and all this stuff is going on. So that was like challenging in itself. But then over in Africa, there's the idea of safety is kind of out the window when it comes to certain things. And, um, you know, we had to restrain certain animals in certain ways. And it's like, you jump on this animal and it's like, do not get up or his head will come up and hit you and it will kill you or, or whatever. And so, um, the giraffe was probably one of the most difficult because the other animals were sedated. And um, like the line was sedated because of a, of a surgery. The, the Cape Buffalo was sedated because of transport. A giraffe, whenever it's sedated, 
it immediately has to come out of sedation unless it's being intubated because it will, um, something to do with like how the, the blood flow and the blood pressure and all these other things, it'll actually cause it to suffocate and it'll die. And so as soon as it goes down, we were running over and putting blindfolds on it and, and trying to restrain it the best way we could. And while we were there, this thing kicked um, as he was coming out of it after the, the vet gave it um, some sort of like reversal. It kicked his tree and the bark popped off the tree. And it wasn't a little tree either. And I was like, oh, oh my gosh, like this is, this is like real. This is, this is bad. And they're like, get away from the head, get away from the head. Because they have these ossicones, these big old uh, bony protrusions that come off the top of their head. And they were saying that a guy had gotten too close to one and, and it, you know, the, it swung its head around and hit the guy and just busted his skull open. And so it was just this life. Yeah, this is just, oh my gosh, what am I doing situation? But trying to get, trying to, to get in the moment of all the craziness and, and this thing going down and everyone's flying everywhere, trying to adjust and trying to be precise and, and, you know, in the moment and all that stuff kind of went out the window. So that was probably like the most dangerous, crazy experience I've had so far. Uh, and probably the most difficult because it's run and gun and it's, oh, I found something and you adjust and then you're like, yeah, it moved. Okay. And moved on. And then you, you let go and you move back. And it's, it was a uh, completely different than anything else I've experienced. Uh, and completely different than anything else I've ever heard of chiropractors <laughs> experiencing. So yeah. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm just fascinated. Joran, uh, I, I think a lot of our audience is wondering, you know, I wonder if social media will work for me and my practice. Uh, you know, short the rattlesnakes and the lions. <laughs> the yeah. Yeah. Uh, what, what would you recommend to other chiropractors? I'm, uh, I, I'm assuming you get some that kind of ask you, what are you doing? Is it working? Is it worth yeah. it? Uh, and I also, I'll just sort of ask you on top of that, you, you seem to do this for much more than what you're getting out of the deal. Um, maybe you can share more yeah. about your vision and your heart and your desire to use these tools uh, like BJ Palmer himself probably would these days to really get the message out to the masses as it seems that you're doing very well. Oh, yeah. So um, I, uh, I would definitely say social media is one of those things that uh, once you put yourself out in the, of the public light, um, you are expanding like the, the knowledge of chiropractic and you're expanding uh, how many people see a chiropractor and they see it as this normal thing over and over and over again. And then they want to want to know more eventually. It's like, oh, well, my back hurt instead of going for a pill. Maybe maybe I kept seeing that that thing about that chiropractor. So maybe I should check it out. Not that we want to be the, the neck and back pain doctors, but more or less that it might be that, that key. I mean, I, I had to get hurt before I ever found a chiropractor uh, working construction. And then that led me into being a chiropractor. So it it, it could be that entryway to to allowing people to have a completely different life um, just by you posting one little thing about how chiropractic can help babies or, or, or whatever it is. So social media has been tremendous in expanding this, this network. I mean, a, a newspaper only goes so far, but, but some of the social media platforms can spread all over the world. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I do think about BJ and, and, and all of the stuff they had to go through in, in their journey of, Hey, you've never heard about this thing before, but let me tell you about how your life's about to be changed. And I feel like that's what we're doing with social media to an extent where these people who have never heard of a chiropractor or animal chiropractic have been able to experience it for the first time through social media. And then they're able to experience it on their own. In the United States, you can't really go into a state without there being a chiropractor somewhere. But some of these countries you go to, there may not be a chiropractor on in that country, on that continent, on wherever. And so um, we're able to take that person that on their lunch break actually flipped open and saw a video of me working on an animal or whatever. And then plant that seed in their mind of, Hey, why don't we have this here? Like, why, why don't, why isn't chiropractic a thing here? Why isn't animal chiropractic a thing here? 
Um, we have so many people that are constantly contacting us like, hey, can you please come to Indonesia or Spain or this place or that place? Can you please come here? Because there's nobody like you around. And then some of them are like, we don't have chiropractors, which is kind of great because you can go and then you can practice and it's kind of like a mission trip um, <laughs> because it's not like you have this overseeing body, governing body. But, um, but I mean, it's, it's been, it's been great, but you also, you do put yourself out in the public light. And so there is that negative aspect of it. If, if you do something that um, maybe you're not doing it for the right reasons, maybe you're doing it for clicks and views and you're not doing it. Uh, you're not doing it for the purpose of chiropractic, but you're doing it for yourself. Um, you are in the microscope of millions of people potentially. And, uh, and they will find you, find you out about it. I mean, they will, they will comment and the, the, there are some positives and some negatives that come along with it. And it's eventually got to the point where I love my social media stuff, but with my platform specifically and the number of people that follow us, I think it's 1.7 plus on a million on TikTok. Um, I wake up some days after a video has been posted and have 3000 comments of, of people calling me a quack or telling me that I'm, I'm, you know, BS or whatever. And so you also have to have a little bit of a tough skin. If you're not, if you're not, um, if you're not willing to to put yourself out there and know as a chiropractor, you are, you are trying to make a difference and, and it's for a greater purpose, uh, then don't do it. Um, because you will, you will be tested and you will be tried and you have to be able to stand your ground in that. And, um, and that's why I love doing stuff like this because we can explain things and, and that information can then be used by other chiropractors to help them explain why they're doing something that they're doing. Uh, the different studies on chiropractic and, animal chiropractic and all these things. I, I actually just recently have had issues with um, whole groups of veterinarians that, that don't believe in what I do, but yet the veterinary Merck manual has chiropractic listed as one of the therapies they could do. Uh, there are, are chiropractic studies in the veterinary journal of, of, of whatever, there's their research uh, platforms talking about animal chiropractic, changing spondylosis in boxers or, or changing in, in rats and, and all of these different studies. It's absolutely fascinating. But it's um, it's crazy because it's it kind of throws back to that whole you know we back in the day the medical community versus the chiropractors and it's it's a little bit of that I mean we we are um, you know we're accepted by so many people nowadays and you don't we you know in our chiropractic bubble we kind of think that we're, the world's against us to an extent because it has been for so long and then we start realizing that it's not um, I talk to the students about that all the time I'm like I promise you not the entire world is not against you but there are these groups that still are and. Um, and they try and they try and they try. And so it's just, anyway, going back to it, like it's a, um, if you're going to jump out there, you have to be ready for the criticism that comes along with it. Yeah. That is very, very good advice. And we're going to drop all of your links down below. Everybody listening and watching. I know there are a lot of chiropractors out there that have very little experience. You alluded to it earlier with animal chiropractic. So we're going to encourage everybody listening and watching Follow Jern. We're going to drop all of his links down below. We'll also drop any resources that we've talked about off air to ensure that you can gain information on an incredibly important and incredibly underserved community. We think humans are underserved. Animals are so underserved, so much far beyond what we see as people each and every day. Jorn, you're doing a great job getting the word out there. Thank you for also Appreciate. having the thick skin to, to take action, to show up consistently and to highlight what you do and the wins you get along the way. And thank you so much for taking time out of your day to chat with us today. It's been awesome to get to know you a little bit better and keep up the great work. Appreciate it. 
Thank you for listening to Interviews by the Smart Chiropractor. Join us again next week for another episode and leave us a review when you have a moment. This episode has been brought to you by the Smart Chiropractor. The Smart Chiropractor can deliver more new patients, better retention, and more consistent reactivations to your practice without spending any money on paid advertising. Learn more and get started today at thesmartchiropractor.com.